This is DigiKnow, the short and sweet podcast for business owners and entrepreneurs that want to keep up with the latest changes in digital marketing and social media. Learn from two guys that know a thing or two about helping businesses increase sales and exposure. Will Hankey and Andrew McCauley. Here I am. Hey everybody. Andrew McCauley, I am excited to be on this iteration of DigiKnow, Will. This is uh this is exciting because I think we have done a number of platforms. We're platform sluts, I think we're going to call ourselves. Yes. We, we, we started DigiKnow, I don't know how many years ago now, on a platform called Blab. We did. I think this is the, pro, I'm going to call this the podcast or the program that outlasts platforms. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, so breaking news, apparently Facebook Live is now going to stop working now that we're on it because we're on it that's right now we uh hey this is so if you haven't seen us before did you know we've uh we started off as a blab blab product um a number of years ago we had three or four people on at a time we're doing guests we we're playing around with blab we we're getting some pretty good exposure and then bang hit a wall blab disappeared and all like we're all of a sudden what are we gonna do now so we turned it into a podcast we put on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, I think, and all the good podcast stations. Uh, we've been doing that podcast now, audio, 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 if that's a word. Um, for it is a long time. That's a word. <laughs> <in Australia>. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we thought, well, you know what? We uh, we've had a bit of a rest. We have a bit of a nap for about six months, and uh, we're back. You know, we're back doing it now. We're doing it live, and uh, I think we're still going to rip it out onto uh, iTunes and all the good podcast stations as well. Of course, if you want to go back and watch all those episodes, you go to redcanoemedia.com forward slash did you know? There you go. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, Whoa, where, where am I? Um, yeah. So anyway, so the format, what's the format? Well, what are we doing on this show? What's What can people expect on this show? I have no idea. I think we're just going to, we're just going to chat what's going on in our digital marketing world. And then uh, we've got a couple different news articles that we might bounce off of. Uh, in the past, we always we always had what fifteen. Yeah, we punched through a bunch of them. Just you know, mainly we're talking about hot topics that have changed in the social media world, and it was good for us because we kept, we kept up to date. But once the show was published and air, and went to air, it was pretty much out of date. So yeah. anyway, that's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. So what's going on in your world recently? Uh, this little thing, this virus thing come over here. I don't know if you heard about it, it uh, sort of keeping us at home a bit, but hey, I've been at home for 16 years, so it really hasn't affected what I've been doing. You know, we've got my own uh, digital marketing firm, just like you have, and business as usual, pretty much. We're going 100 miles an hour. And, you know, I heard a really, I heard one of my favorite lines yesterday. Let me see if I can remember what he said. He said, it's times like this when you know that people what do you say when people are swimming and the tide goes out we find out who's still swimming naked <laughs> right? right and i thought you know it's so so true because um we've got i've had in the last couple of weeks and i'm sure you have too people calling me up saying hey um you know i've been able to look at my website and suddenly i, I want to um send out an email to everybody and uh, tell them that I've still got some product to sell and be like, okay, how big's your list? Well, I haven't got one yet, but can you help me build one? Uh -huh. <laughs> Dude, the tide's out and you're sitting there naked. Too yeah. late. Yeah. You, know, I mean, you and I have been speaking this for years, 10 years or more about build a list, build a list. And it's good to see the people that did do that and listened are making some money, right? They're still yeah. making money from their list. 
But the people that didn't listen and didn't want to know and thought they knew better all of a sudden, I mean, who could have predicted that, that this sort of stuff would happen, right? So quick and so mm-hmm. so uh, so dramatic. You just don't know when the next time is going to happen like that. So from now on, I'd be saying build your list. I mean, the best time to build a list was 10 years ago. The next best time is today. Start today. So Right. Range over. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but it's very true. Uh, And as an agency owner, like you said, I mean, my phone's just going off the hook now because everybody's sitting around. Look, you know, let me check out my website. Oh, man, it's a piece of crap. Yeah. I need somebody to fix it. And I mean, we're slammed, but it's good. Uh, But oh, boy. Um, Another thing that I've done is I picked up three or four coaching clients now because um, two things happen. First of all, they ain't making any revenue, so they can't afford to suddenly hire me Uh at my rates. Uh, So they say, you know, I guess I'm going to learn SEO on my own and they hire us for coaching, which is fine. Uh, And and it's helping and we're seeing some improvement. It's just, boy, is it a slow process when we do it that way. Yeah. But hey, if uh, you got a bootstrap and that's the only way they can do it, then they got to do it. But I guess the the reality is everybody can do it. Everyone can do SEO and do what we do. It's just that we're a bit down the track, 10 years further down the track. Um, And I guess the benefit of having a coach, you know, like yourself is you've made lots of mistakes. I know you have. I know you have. Yeah, You're not going to make them again, right? You, right. Are going to, you are going to take those mistakes and take that coaching person and say, be careful, don't step here because that's a mistake. I've been yeah. down that path. Or don't go down this way because that's a mistake. So, you know, having a coach is certainly one of those things to say, you're going to re- um, not rely, you're going to uh, receive the benefits of having someone who's already made the mistakes that you're about to make. Don't go down that path. Yep. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. Uh, it is um, it's fun to to find a website that that basically hasn't been touched and say, okay, yeah. the things we do. And I just did one this morning, uh, built out an entire roadmap for him. And we're probably at an hour a week, we're probably going to be four, five, six months before we get to the point where, where I would say, okay, you know, SEO – as far as on site and all these yeah. things, like this, we're sending the right signals finally. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's going to take a while, but that's okay. You know, it's good. Uh, it's, it's unfortunate that some business owners now have to start to learn SEO on their own. You know, that's not what they want to do, right? No, they, no. But they're kind of being forced to. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, but, you know, what, what I'm going to predict is that as, as we reopen and get back to work, suddenly that sort of stuff will be taken over by their busyness back back in life again. And they'll probably say, you know what, well, it's uh, time for you to, uh, here's the mantle, take it over now because I don't have time to do it anymore. Yeah. 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 Well, that'll happen to a portion of them uh, enough yeah. to make it probably worth the time. So. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, so that's, that's what's uh, been going on for, for us. You know, it's busy, 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 which is great. Uh, and, but it's in, it is really interesting to see the people who are coming out of the woodwork suddenly want some help or need some help or I should have listened to you before. Yeah, you should have been bad like you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you picking up any new clients now or have you lost? Yeah, we picked up, uh, we picked up three this week actually, which is, uh, you know, it's like, wow, that was – I was surprised to be honest with you about that, but people are still realizing, okay, 
we're about to come out of the tunnel. It looks like we're we're halfway through. At least we can see some light. Things are going to start reopening again. Um, we better get our act together. We better get ready for it. <clears throat> and I've been telling this to people, you know, whether I've been doing lives or podcasts or whatever it is, like now is the time to be getting ready because when we open, we're going to open as fast as we closed and things are going to be different, right? You're not going to be able, you're not going to, if you own a restaurant, you're not going to just turn the lights on and the food's in the cupboards and everything's there. You might have staff that can't come back to work. Yep. You know, we, we've got all our kids at home. If you've got kids, you've got kids at home from school. Think about this. I mean, I don't hear people talking about this, but I can guarantee you that the class summer camps are not going to happen, right? No <laughs> kids go to summer camp. So what does that mean? The parents got to stay home with the kids because there's nowhere for them to go. Yep. And all of a sudden, we rely on class school camps or what are they called? School camps to look after our kids while we go and do our work. <laughs> right, so now business is open. Okay, we're open for business. All my, all my employees will come back. Uh, no, we're not because I've got kids at home that I can't put anywhere. Yep. Suddenly, businesses are not going to have the staff that they had. As much as they think they will, they probably won't. There's going to be that time for training, that time for educating and getting them back onto to where the service level has to be. So I think there's going to be that sort of hiccup there when it's open. It's like, well, okay, we're open, but we can't service what we're supposed to be doing right now physically because we're not ready for it. Yeah. From the side of picking up clients, uh, I think there was a big change probably in the last, in the last seven days, I'd say. We had a guy cold call for us two weeks ago. And he got us nine leads out of 120 dials. Wow. Uh, then he called again on Tuesday of this week. So this is Thursday. Yep. Uh, he called on Tuesday this week and got us well over 20 leads uh, out of that same amount of dials. So I think there's really a difference in, uh, you know, there's optimism out there now. Yeah. Uh, things are going to change. We better get our stuff in gear. And uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, and, and you're right. We, as I said, we picked up three new clients this week. They all realized, hey, I've got to get my message out there. Um, <clears throat> I need to get I need to get exposure. You know, we've got clients just doing different things. You know, you're doing a lot of website SEO stuff. We're doing a lot of live videos and video marketing stuff for people as well, um, and just general marketing. So they're all starting to realize, eh, time to get back on the horse. Yep, yep, totally agree. Right. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you want to cover a couple different uh, news items here? Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's do that. I've got a couple of items that that are there. Um, one. Uh, which one do you want to start off with? Chatbots. Sure. Yeah. Um. So chatbots. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of chatbots. I've been using chatbots and building chatbots for all sorts of industries for a couple of years now. And um, <clears throat> there was a report, a study that came out that last year chatbots. Uh, saved on average 300 grand a year for some of these bigger businesses, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, you know, especially when uh, you know, I, I only charge $250,000 for the chatbot, so these guys are making 50 grand. No. <laughs> wow, so um, no, but seriously, the chatbots, if you've learned, if you've never seen chatbots or don't know what they are, and in this article, I think they're talking about all sorts of chatbots, I deal a lot with Facebook chatbots. Um, but once again, it's, it's no coding. You can learn it yourself if you want to. Yep. Um, but I think chatbots are one of these things that are certainly good for helping people on that customer journey, taking people through a journey and answering questions that people want answers to at the time they're looking for them yeah. rather than 
um, you know, I'll put in a help desk ticket or a sub email and I'll wait to, till tomorrow or the next day to get my answer. Uh, too late. You know, you want an answer right now. I want to know if you can give me an answer to my problem, then I'll probably stick with you and use you and your services down the track. So yep. that's an uh, interesting thing on chatbots. You, you've just opened your chatbot up again recently, right? I did. So I had them on my, uh, on my site for maybe about a year. Uh, did get some interaction, uh, not a whole lot, turned it off and pr it's probably been off for six months now. Yep. Uh, and I decided to turn them back on last week just to mm -hmm. kind of test uh, who, if anybody engages with my chatbot. and mine's pretty generic, you know, yep. it just pops up in the corner. Hey, can we help you? Uh, I think one says, uh, Hey, could you, could you use an additional five to 10 leads a month? And, you know, just that kind of generic question yep. out there. But we'll see if anybody engages with it. And uh, it's not costing me anything. I'm using ManyChat as a platform. It doesn't cost anything to run it. So we'll yep. see. Even if you use the expensive version of ManyChat, it's about 10 bucks a month. So oh, wow. it's not it's not that good. But I, I love ManyChat. There are a number of platforms out there. Uh, ChatFuel, MobileMonkey, um, and ManyChat. ManyChat's my favorite by far. I think... Yep. They're the team that seem to be most connected with Facebook and what Facebook want. Um, so, you know, I like ManyChat. So if you're looking at doing chatbots, ManyChat have got a fantastic training library too if you ever wanted to go and check that out yeah, as well. Um, chatbots, what about um, what about uh, ESPN? This is an interesting one. I, I find this fascinating because I'm all about content creation and creating good content for websites and high-quality content. Um, ESPN. Are now broadcasting sports from all over the. Oh, hang on, there is no sports all over the world. That's right. What are they doing? Well, what are they doing? What are they doing? <laughs> well, I watched the uh, the replay of the uh, Stanley Cup Finals all last week because that was playing from a year ago, right? <laughs> uh, of course, my team won, so I was interested in watching it. You know the answer to, or you know what's going to happen. It's it's a lot different watching it when when they haven't won yet, and you don't know if they're going to win or not. Right? Yeah, it's a little different. Um, but uh, but yeah, there's no content being created for ESPN, so they're and they're kind of out of things to do and generate. So now they're you they're turning to us, user generated content from Facebook and Instagram. User generated content been around for a long time, but I never thought that uh, something something like an ESPN would run out of content, especially when. <laughs> I think the only sport in the world that's left being broadcast live is horse racing. I know in Australia, that's a national pastime anyway, and it's still running. And over here in the US, they're still running. But horse racing has seen a massive increase in exposure, of course, because nothing else to watch live. Interesting. So they're, doing, they're turning to this UGC. They're turning to people making their own content and broadcasting that. So, you know, watch the uh, Two Flies Up a Wall International tonight between uh, Iran and Syria, which would be great. I did see an article a day or two ago about marble racing being on the rise uh, on YouTube. So these people are, I don't know what they're doing. They're setting up a little track and putting eight marbles out there and you get to bet which color is going to win. <laughs> you know, we're bored. These days, would they? <laughs> marbles. I had a mine of marbles here the other day and I said, you know, these are, they said, yeah, they're marbles. I said, what do you do with them? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. now, you know, you can start your own YouTube channel. Get there you the go. Put up some Hot Wheel tracks. Pick it, yeah. Pick it up. ESPN will pick you up as a national celebrity. Yeah, I think so. There you go. There you go. Netflix um, has also added uh, 15.7 million global subscribers, most of all watching Tiger King. 
And most of them all are now in the unemployment line as well because they've got nothing else to do. But, yeah, I mean, these subscription services, Netflix, Disney, Hulu, they're all reporting growth, um, which is not surprising one bit. Um, and Tiger King, the most popular documentary by default, I think, because of, because of all the extra people watching stuff. Yeah, 64 million people watched Tiger King in the first four weeks. Now, isn't Tiger King filmed right near your house? Um, I think one of the locations is down in southern Missouri. Yeah, it's a couple yeah. hours. I was thinking of you the whole time. I was waiting for you to pop up somewhere on the on the show. Have you seen? Yeah, have you seen in, it? Have you seen it? I'm in season two. Uh, no, uh, we are. Uh, we watched the first two episodes. It's just kind of something that's so wacko that I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, our favorite uh, Zoom, which has just yeah. gained traction like crazy, uh, they've uh, they've been putting out a lot of updates, and you know they were kind of caught with their pants down. Uh, and the, even the CEO went on TV and said, "Yeah, we were not ready for this at all." Yeah, uh, they've been adding some uh, some nice little updates, encryption. Um, they've uh, a lot of the the Zooms that I'm joining now are requiring passwords or asking for passwords. Uh, yeah. We as a company have stopped, pretty much stopped using our public Zoom room, I guess. I don't know what the word is, uh -huh. uh, just because it's always there and people can pop in and pop out as they want. And we don't want that to happen. So right. uh, lots going on. And uh, Zoom is, is another thing that has really gained in popularity. You know, I was watching, um, I'm on a personal finance subreddit. Uh -huh. and, and on Reddit, and uh, there were all of these people buying Zoom on the public exchange, and that is not Zoom, the uh, video company. It's a different company. The video company that we're all using is ZM. So all of these people were buying the wrong stock, uh, and, and it was just—I mean, thousands and thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, were purchased of the wrong stock. <laughs> I bet the owners were like, "Quick, let's sell, sell, sell." Yeah. Wow. And a ton of people shorting that stock, of course, because you know it's going to come crashing right back yeah, down. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're right. That I mean, we all, you know, every every. I'm surprised that though that there's some of their security issues were so large at the time because I've been using Zoom for I don't know, a couple of years, four four years probably now. Um, I've been yeah at least four years, and um, I've never had a problem with it. It's been great. It's always been uh, a great tool to use um in in, in uh, replacing other things like skype and stuff but um the the changes that's been on the platform in the last four weeks i've seen more changes in, that, in those four weeks than i have in four years which is which is good because they needed to do it yep. um hopefully for them because it's a pretty good product hopefully for them it hasn't upset them too much but i think you know moving forward people are going to start seeing that we're already hearing it that it's possible to be working from home more than they have been. And zoom could be a major player for this sort of stuff. Yep. My wife works for a, a big uh, national moving company and they had a, uh, you know, they had the state of the union thing last week with their company on zoom, of course. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things that they mentioned was we've proven the fact that this company can work without a physical building. And, uh, and he, he mentioned on that, on that zoom that uh, there's no reason to have this big building anymore. So that brings up the whole commercial real estate thing. That's going to be just a mess. When get out of that quickly if you're in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, 
it's going to be a lot different. So yeah. Zoom is taking a, a, the head of this, I think. And they're, and they're, you know, they are rolling out some things. They're doing good about it. Uh, I have, I've had very, very little problems with any of the Zooms uh, meetings that I've been on. I think once or twice I've got kicked out, but I almost want to blame that on my internet connection and not. Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, uh, it's certainly sucking up some internet, that's for sure, around the place. I know lots of people are saying, oh, your website's slow. No, the website's not slow. It's the internet because, you know, I've got two kids on Zoom right now. My wife is on with four of us on Zoom right now as we speak. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't dropped down with three of us. I'm not one on Zoom. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, three, three of them on Zoom right now, it's sucking up bandwidth like you wouldn't believe. And all of a sudden, what I what used to do, what I used to be able to do pretty quickly now is taking me a bit more time because of that whole bandwidth thing. But um, I think it's just a, a third world problem, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> listen to us. <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, all right. Anything else that we want to add before we wrap up today? I don't think so. That's about it. Thanks for people jumping on. Jeremy was on there. I'm not sure if he's still on there or not earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but hey, share this share this around. We'd love you to uh, join us. When do we when do we do this show? Will when do we do? Did you know? Well, the plan is to do it each week Thursdays at eleven thirty Central or so. Uh, we'll probably chat for a few minutes before we go live. Uh, but it's right around there, nine thirty Pacific. Uh, Pacific. Yes, 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 yes. So that's it. Join us. Um, you can also listen to the uh, podcast as you're driving in your car that doesn't go anywhere these days. Uh, <laughs> iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anything else? Any other? Oh, there's all kinds of them. Yeah, but that's a good start. Yep, you can start there. You can listen yeah. to it three times at every one of those platforms and we'll be happy. That's right. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you all for right. jumping on. We appreciate it. Thank you. Take care, everyone. See you later. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the DigiKnow podcast. Check out all of the show notes and resources mentioned in today's episode at redcanoemedia.com.